What's up everybody, Drasco here from 10knorm.com where my main focus, the main thing that we do together is we help coaches inconsistently hitting that 10K per month mark break through the emotional, break through the mindset challenges that hold them back from normalizing that level of income before we handle the marketing tactics to stabilize that level of income. And uh, for every single episode that we do have on here, uh, there is an accompanying bonuses, worksheets, question prompts, all of the notes that I go through in each episode. You can download all of those at 10knorm.com. Um, so that you can work through in more detail everything that we go through in every single episode. In addition to that, for this particular episode, there's also going to be a bonus training that is available on 10knorm.com. So without further ado, what we're looking at today is what does stabilizing a 10K norm um income actually look like for a coach so in the last episode we basically handled okay what does it mean to actually normalize it today we're going to look at what does it mean to stabilize if you want to look through that older episode you can look through at that otherwise i will give you a small preview of that but basically normalizing the 10k per month income for coaches means Playing the right game to think, feel, and act consistently so that 10K months become something that is normal, right? It's a normalization of what we think, feel, and do every single day that makes that level of income possible. So basically what it comes down to is how do I handle myself in the face of becoming the coach who expects that level of income as normal? So it's it's the normalizing is the personal growth that is needed to actually make the stabilizing tactics work okay it's it's in some ways it's the inner game right so we start this definition with playing the right game because oftentimes we'll get into these loops where we'll play the external game right i have to start a podcast i have to post on instagram five times a day i have to do youtube videos i have to do lives those may or may not be true Right. As uh, you know, one of the people that I follow quite a bit, Nick Peterson, says it depends. Um, So it depends on what your natural disposition is. It depends on what assets you already have. It depends on what you like doing. And it depends on your level of ability to actually work with yourself to normalize that level of income. So we spoke about the basics of that in the last episode. Um, I'm going to go more deeper into those topics as this channel continues to evolve. Uh, But today specifically, and by the way, I'm following these uh, notes on my screen right now. So you can look this up, 10K Norm on YouTube. um, And you can also download the actual notes and add your own to it on 10knorm.com. So what I'm looking at right now is the stabilizing aspect okay so what is the definition of that so the way that i see stabilizing 10k incomes for coaches is being rooted in the reality of the objective results that we get from our actions okay and then continuing to work through the drama that gets in the way like when we do those things and then refining the path to be most aligned with our own er, version (laughs) version and vision of 10k months okay so there's a few different aspects here right rooted in reality of results so not 
judgments, hopes, dreams, uh, conjure, uh, false thoughts, inner critics, right? So not things that we think about, not things outside of our control, but rooted in objective aspects of reality. And it doesn't mean defined by, right? So it's not, okay, well, I'm not at 10K per month now, therefore, you know, I can't stabilize this. Not at all. It's accepting what is objectively here, being rooted in that. And we do that by looking at what are the results of our actions, right? Because as we'll get into future episodes, um, meditating and visualizing is an action, but it's likely not the only action you're ever going to need. Uh, And especially it's an action that could actually be a distraction from the things you actually need to work on. And we'll get into that in more depth um, if you follow this channel. So be sure to subscribe. Shameless plug there. Um, And uh, the other aspect of stabilizing, right? So rooted in reality, continuing to work through the drama that gets in the way. Okay, so you got the objective piece that's like, hey, this is what is actually showing up when I do A, B, and C. I get X, Y, and Z. There's drama that comes up with that, okay? So that is now going back to the normalizing aspect, my ability, my skill set to work through the thought aspects, the emotional aspects of what that all means, essentially the stories and my feelings around those stories. I got to have the skill set, right? So it's not a character trait to be able to overcome things. It is a skill set that's built, and we're going to go into all the details of how to do that, and that's in the 10K Norm program. Um, but you got to work through that drama. They're two separate things, but intricately related. Okay. And then there's the aspect of refining the path to be most aligned with your version of 10 K norm, um, months or 10 K months. So every single version of 10 K months isn't the same and it shouldn't be the same because you're not the same coach as another coach your lifestyle needs and wants and visions are different than mine and somebody else's coach. So why should you make 10K per month uh, in one particular way, right? Stabilizing means aligning your version of that to what it is you actually want. So maybe for you, that means uh, I don't like working with one-on-one clients And I also don't like doing uh, small groups, right? Like to have kind of like cohorts or whatever, like little groups that you work with on a regular basis. Like I just want to show up, say what I need to say, answer the questions that I need to answer and leave. Great. Like maybe your version of 10K months is having, you know, more of a mass uh, membership where everybody just, you know, gets charge 50 bucks a month and whatever you need 2000 people uh, to do it or 200 people whatever the, the math works out to right maybe that's all you need right maybe you love working with one-on-one clients so then you just need either five clients at 2k a piece per month or two clients at 5k a piece right like if you want to really dive deep with the individual that could potentially be the thing so i'm not dogmatic in how I believe you should make your money, okay? When all you have is a hammer, everything begins to look like a nail. 
when you go to the barber and ask them, do I need a haircut? They're always going to say yes. What I mean by this is if you are looking for guidance on how to do something, um, it doesn't necessarily mean you should blindly model what somebody is doing. If they've done what you want to do and that assumes that you are clear on what it is you actually want to have and be, then yeah, you should model that while also assuming your own twist to it, okay? So stabilizing in many ways is actually getting to the root of what it is that you want, how it is that you manage and self-regulate yourself, and then refining the path to get there. And that's exactly what we're gonna talk about um, today. So stabilizing has a passive element and an active element. So the passive element is um, you know, what you'll oftentimes do in workshops where um, you know, they're kind of more inner focused, right? Spiritual type workshops, self-development type workshops, but it's, it's getting clear on really two questions. Like what is it that I want and the acceptance of where am I at right now, right? That will give you clarity on the most aligned next steps. This is very much a process of kind of like using your higher brain to really sit down, get honest, get clear, and make the space to like dive in without the distractions of the day-to-day and like what is it that, that I actually want to do, okay? So that's the passive element, meaning you don't always go this deep on day-to-day things as you're going through this, okay? The second part of this is recognizing and planning how to close the gap in the most efficient way possible. So once you know what you really want, and here's the other part about this, like part of normalizing what we spoke about on the last episode and part of stabilizing, and that's the next active element, is continuous refinement. Right, like it is okay for you to change your mind. It is okay for you to need more clarity as things change. It is okay for you. That's why we talked about being rooted in reality. When I do something, I get a particular result, and even if it's what I thought I wanted, I realize I don't want it anymore. Then that's fine. Like you can refine and change. It's one of the beautiful things about being your own boss and being your own entrepreneur and being your own coach because you do get to make those choices. Somebody else doesn't make them for you. Um, it also comes with the contrast of now having to manage your way through that, which is a big part of normalizing. But stabilizing is being rooted in that reality of what results your actions get you. So planning for the things that you want, planning for closing the gap, making a strategy around that to get it in the most efficient way possible, Um, is certainly a part of the passive element of doing all of this, okay? Um, Also recognize that planning on how to close the gap in the most efficient way possible, and this is something that, um, you know, I initially learned through Nick Peterson, who I'd highly recommend you guys check out on Facebook, Instagram, etc. Brilliant business guy. But it doesn't necessarily matter what form you take to close the gap in the quickest way, right? Like it might be, hey, if I need to make an extra 5K this month, it doesn't necessarily mean I got to close, you know, 
one or three more clients, like new clients this month. It might actually mean going back to my previous clients and asking them, hey, where are you at now? Can I help you with something else? Uh, It might mean setting up a continuity program, like just a simple membership for the people already there. It might mean, you know, throwing up a webinar that you charge X amount for to your current email list. Like it, it's not always the thing that we believe or think we should be doing because the marketer told us to do it, right? That is why stabilizing is this constant ongoing refinement piece, okay? Um, next aspect of stabilizing is the active element, okay? So clearing and processing the drama that inevitably comes up as we go forward and do our thing. So as we're doing uh, whatever it is we're putting out, as we're executing on our plan, as we're testing to see whether the thing we wanted actually is, whether the way that we wanted to make 10K uh, months was actually the way that we wanted to do it, there is going to be drama that comes up. And when I say drama, I don't necessarily mean, uh, you know, Jerry Springer pops up, though sometimes internally, (laughs) I think it it does work out that way. Uh, What I mean by drama is anytime you go through something new, anytime you want to up level, there is going to be that resistance that comes up, right? um, Stephen Pressfield talks about this in The War of Art, Uh, And it's a concept that I use in the actual 10K Norm program where anytime we want to level up, there is an element of resistance that pops up, right? However you want to think about it and, you know, it's not the episode to go into deeper in this, but like your, your, your ego self, your primal self does not like change, right? Because any change is a threat to survival because it's not proven to keep you alive, whereas... The things you have been doing, even if they've not had the consequences that you like, have kept you alive, right? You're not going to die with one cigarette. You're not going to die with one cupcake. It doesn't matter that those things are going to kill you long term. They're not going to kill you right now. So anyway, when it comes to that resistance that pops up, your ability to navigate that is your ability to navigate the drama that comes up. So as you are doing the passive work to normalize and the passive work to see what needs to get done to stabilize 10k months uh, month incomes you also have to do the day-to-day work to kind of maintain that hygiene right the thought hygiene the emotional management to navigate that that drama that inevitably comes up as a result of that resistance so a big part of stabilizing is actually again the inner work of what you'd practice day to day, okay? And finally, uh, there is the refining the path as reality gives you feedback. So this is what we talked about at the beginning where it's okay to change your mind. Uh, if I do, you know, three lives and I can conclude that I hate the aspect of the lives, not that I'm scared of it, but I, just, I don't like doing this. I actually really can be in the flow when I write, great. Reality has just told you that your natural disposition is one where you prefer writing. Awesome. Go all in on writing and write the best possible resources that you can to attract the clients that you need. Okay. So it is in this aspect where we're refining the path 
based on the feedback that reality gives us, that marketing tactics actually begin to make sense because now you can use a marketing principle, you know your natural disposition, now it's a matter of not how do I fit myself into this marketing tactic, it's how do I use the marketing principle to do the thing that I'm naturally prone to doing, that I like doing, that I'm the best at, that is my strength, that I can be in flow, that I can be creative, that I can have inspiration flow into it, that is where you're going to get those multiplicative effects. That is where you're going to get the traction. That is where you can show up even um, you know, when you quote unquote don't feel like it. Okay, that that is going to be the consistency piece that you can maintain, not something that you should be doing um, because that's what work for somebody else or that's what you're told uh, is the way to do it. Okay, so again, just like normalizing, right, which was all about realizing that you need the thought management, the feeling management, the focus management and aligning those actually normalize 10K months. So essentially what you think, do and feel every single day stabilizing is putting those things to the test in reality, seeing what the feedback is and continuing to refine yourself and your uh, thought and feeling management to move past the drama that comes up. Okay. So that's how you want to think about these things as you go forward, right? That's why the 10 K norm program is designed in such a way to like get you to practice the inner work more so that the outside work, the marketing tactics in many ways, um, they don't take care of themselves in the sense that you don't have to think about them. You do, you have to execute, but they actually become the fun part of all of the inner work that you actually do. Okay. Um, all right. So the final part, and, uh, if you are watching this on YouTube or if you have the, uh, worksheet and video versions, um, that you can download at 10knorm.com, um, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. But if you are on the podcast, then, uh, what I have to finish this off is unlikely stabilizing questions. So it is a chart with three columns where in column number one, we have what is the quote unquote objective needed to move me forward. Okay, we have the second column, which is what's the drama standing in the way. And then we have the third prompt. So third column, which is am I playing the right game to move forward? So why these questions? Why are they unlikely stabilizing questions? And what does this have to do with marketing? As we've just discussed, and as was um, in the previous episode on normalizing, a lot of the reason why we don't have 10K months as coaches is simply because we get in our own way. So in the normalizing uh, episode, I talk about you have the math, which is pretty simple to get to 10K months, right? I need five people at a 2K program. I need two people at a 5K program. I know that I close one out of five. So that means I need five qualified um people to speak to, which means I got to reach out to at least, you know, 15 and on and on and on. And there's actually a worksheet as a bonus to this, which I'll talk about at the end. Again, you can download it at tankandorm.com. Um, as far as this particular sheet and the questions, so you don't, uh, like you can just kind of walk through these in your mind. I recommend downloading the worksheet uh, to actually go through this in more detail. But what you'll find is that that first column. So what is the objective, quote unquote, needed to move me forward? This basically means not objective as like, you know, a military objective, but 
what is the things that I can measure that I need to move forward, i.e. if I remove the drama, what's left? So the math, like what are the numbers that I need to hit? Okay, so every single month so far, I'm making 5K for my coaching. Okay, so I need 5K more. What did I do to get that 5K consistent? Great, how can I do more of that? Okay, that would be a math problem. Like I just need more reps in that particular piece, right? The strategy, I'm gonna do this many reach outs. I'm gonna create this much content. Uh, the consistency of the execution. So how often do I do the things that I say that I'm going to do? That is what goes in the objective column, okay? What's the drama standing in the way? So this is where you take a look at the things that can potentially get you to where you want to go. And notice I didn't say what you're supposed to do. I don't know what you're supposed to do, especially without talking to you. Um, but I think most people, in fact, 99% of people have enough self-awareness to at least have the next step. So I would encourage you and invite you to just assume you know the next step and the objective pieces that go into it. Now you ask yourself the even more important question, which is part of that refining of the inner game, which is part of the stabilizing um, equation. What's the drama that's standing in the way? The doubts, the fear, the overanalysis, the procrastination, the what I call the I don't know, the how, the trying quicksand. And why is that quicksand? Because like I can try to pick something up and if I pick it up, if I don't pick it up, trying is true right? I don't know how. Okay, so you just throw your hands up and I don't know how. Like, it's done. It is almost binary. But if the answer, and uh, Brooke Steele from the Life Coach School talks about this quite a bit, the answer to how is yes. No, like, yes, I do know something. Like, I can, like, no matter what, if you're talking about marketing, you literally can right now reach out to a stranger on any social media platform that is remotely within your niche or niche if uh, <laughs> you're not from Canada and uh, simply like ask them, do you want my thing? Like I'm not saying that's gonna be the path towards 10K months, but it is absolutely something you can do, okay? So I don't know how is just more drama coming up, okay? This is rooted in something deeper and you know that's beyond the scope of this video. And certainly there's ways to go through that, but what is the drama that's standing in the way of your objective thing? Okay. This drama also includes the flow element. And what do I mean by the flow element? Okay. Many of us as coaches um, have a spiritual inclination, whether as a practice, uh, whether it's intuition that we use in coaching, whether it's something that just we spend a lot of time learning about, there is an element of that um, in most of the coaches, at least that are in my world, because um, it is something that I also believe in. So when that topic of spirituality and flow comes up, there's usually this debate, this uh, kind of antagonizing relationship between planning in the masculine aspects of um, work and then the feminine flow of inspiration. Um, in my opinion, it is when they cohesively work together that they work together the best, okay? 
I think it is a story to say that I need to be inspired all the time in order to actually execute. I think that is uh, a self-defeating, not empowering story because you're actually putting the onus of your connection to that, you know, infinite intelligence, that source, whatever, uh, on circumstance. Like, I don't know where inspiration is going to strike. So I'm just going to do whatever until that. And obviously you have that choice and that works great for some people. Um, I'm going for what works most consistently if it does for you. And again, rooted in reality, like I can, I can prove in uh, results that show that this actually works consistently for me to get me the things that I want. Great. Like go, go for it. Um, and then obviously you have the opposite, which is like, I do everything on the planet. I never even think about inspiration. I think they're, they're, Two sides of the same coin, both of which are rooted in resistance. The merging in the middle is where I think that the drama work actually is the best um, to like get to actually what, what it is that you want. So what I mean by this is, and I believe, again, this is a quote from um, the War of Art book, but it's like, and I can't, I, don't, I think it was Stephen Pressfield like, actually quoting somebody else. But he basically says, like, um, I don't know when, like, the muse is going to strike, but I know it'll be at 9 a.m. in the morning. So how does that make sense? So what he's saying is he sits down at 9 a.m. to do the work and fight through resistance. Whether that means he writes 100 shitty words or whether that he writes a hundred like amazing words, that's not relevant. Like his job is to show up and to do that, to stay rooted in that aspect of reality, to stay rooted in that aspect of what he does consistently day to day. What day the muse actually comes to give him the amazing words is not up to him. What's up to him is the showing up. Okay. This is what I invite you to consider if one of your drama stories is I don't like to work from a plan. Um, you don't have to stay rigid to it. That's why we talk about stabilizing is I always check into the passive elements. Is this still aligned with me? Is this still what I want? I've done this. Is this really what I want to continue to do and experience? The answer is no. You can refine the plan. But you got to realize flow, even in a creative endeavor, always comes from the experiences that you're having, which is essentially action, right? If I'm a painter, I have to paint for the painting inspiration to come. If I'm a coach who wants to show up authentically on social media, I have to show up on social media for that inspiration to have some sort of channel to go through. So when it is that you're thinking about, hey, I don't want to like overstructure my life. Great. Recognize that rigidity is different than structure. You don't need to, I have to post five times a week. You might not, right? But you do have to consistently post. So the question then becomes how much of that story is drama? How much of that is actually just disposition? And like, you know yourself best and how and when to get into the flow, right? You can set up the circumstances to make flow happen. Getting out of the way of that is working through the drama. But not showing up 
in my opinion, f even for the sake of flow and inspiration, is drama itself. So that's just something I invite you to um, to process on your own. Um, and that's why you have these two columns, right? So going back to the worksheet now, you got the objective on the one column right beside it is the drama. Work through that. And then the piece that ties it all together is, am I playing the right game to actually move forward? So this is where you can begin to truly ask yourself, am I having stories about flow? Am I having stories that drive me in that I don't know quicksand where I just freeze and stop? And more importantly, am I doing the things day to day to work through the real issue, right? Is my issue the objective? Like I show up consistently three days per week and I do the thing I need to do and it's not getting me the result. Okay, great. Then all I really need to do then just show up five times a week now. That'll likely drive a better result. But if objectively I show up three times one week and then I show up nothing the next week and I show up once, then I show up twice, then I show up four times. Now you can look at it and be like, okay, well, that's inconsistent. The math tells a story rooted in reality. What's the drama that's standing in the way, right? Now it's what's the internal story? How am I handling my emotion? What are the thoughts that I'm having? How am I transmuting and clearing these? And we're going to have lots of episodes coming up on that. And again, if you want more details on that, go to 10knorm.com. But that last column now allows you to really be honest and in many ways prompt yourself to coach yourself. Okay. So that's it for the big pieces of stabilizing. Uh, both of these, uh, so normalizing, which we had in the last episode, and this one is very high level. Um, we're going to be going a lot more detailed as you know this channel and podcast grows. Um, so what I recommend right now is um, you can go to 10knorm.com to download the worksheet of this. There's also going to be a bonus training on there. It's a full video that gives you the um, worksheet. So it's a, it's a Google um, Sheets file that just walks you through, okay, how do I stay consistent with the conversations that I'm having? How do I know if I close at this rate, then how do I, um, like how many people do I actually need to speak to, right? You don't have to follow it exactly, but it gives you a framework based in numbers, based in the things you're going to have to do anyway to just work through, okay, these are the objective pieces and then I can um, stay rooted in reality with that and then work through the drama afterwards. All right. That's that for today. Enjoy the rest of your day.